Hey yo everyone, this is Kirk, and this is another episode of Delirious. Today I'm talking with Ryan Healan. He is a shaman, a healer, an artist, a co-founder of a wellness center, and uh, he's a he's a dear friend, someone who's making a great impact not only on the local community but also on the global stage as well. And I uh, hope you enjoy this conversation. We had a great time. It's going to be a little different. Um, we actually recorded at a local diner. Uh, Ryan suggested we meet for breakfast and hang out and chat, so that's what we did. So uh, you're going to hear the din of the diner. You're even going to get to hear what we ordered for breakfast. Um, and this place was super cool, really laid back. Uh, kind of reminded me of Luke's Diner from the Gilmore Girls, if you know that show. In fact, as soon as I walked in the door, the owner uh, right away he said, do you need a cup of coffee? And he gave it to me. He said, life's already looking up. So what a start to the day. I uh, hope you enjoy this podcast with Ryan Heelan. I gotta tell you the story about yeah. it. Uh, so I wonder I wanna get your take on this as an omen. Because yesterday mm-hmm. so yesterday morning I was out like right after dawn, you know, yeah. walking the dog down this long sort of wooded path and then, you know woods on either side it was nice and cold and the sun was just coming up yeah so i was like i was like what you know oh, i was thinking about our t- conversation coming yeah. up i'm like you know kind of a little bit i was like oh man what am i going to talk about you know I'm like, a little bit of anxiety i yeah. gotta fi- kind of try to get zen in and then all of a sudden i heard i heard the raven of course hearing the raven first right before you ever see it yeah and at first, I was like, "Is is he talking to another raven?" Because he was doing all these like vocalizations, everything from these loud bronks to these really low kind of chirping noises, yeah, and everything in between. And so I was like, "Oh, that's really cool!" Like the raven is having a conversation, just maybe with another raven, or maybe by himself, and then with you or with me. Oh my gosh! Um, so, so it was talking to you. So it was talking to me. I, maybe. So then, uh, of course. You know, I started kind of honing in and listening to the raven, and then uh, at some point it flew out of the tree. I didn't know where it was. I just heard it, and it flew out of the trees, and then it flew right over me. And, of course, you know, from my one of my favorite books that you know, The Raven's Gift, John Turkutcha. So I, you know, I, I asked it for luck, acknowledged it for luck as soon as I see it, and I thought that was a, a really cool omen. What's your take on it? It's a huge sign that we're gathering today. You know, I mean, that's a lot. Of, a lot of my directive medicine is kucha. You know? Really? Yeah, it's all raven head creations, right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, raven head. I mean, might as well have a raven head on me right now. <laughs> I mean, because it's that it's that intertwined into my medicine, like mm. it's leading me out of the forest. You know the story about. Um, uh, Leonard Peltier? No. On the Indian Reservation no. during the standoff at Wounded Knee? No. So, the standoff on Wounded Knee, two FBI agents were shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And Leonard Peltier went to prison for that. And he's still in prison for that for the yeah. rest of his life. But wrongfully so. Everybody knows he's not the one that shot the FBI agents. Yeah. Right? 
we know who like books have come out and proven who actually shot the two FBI really? guys, right? But the FBI surrounded Wounded Knee, had it encompassed, surrounded. Yeah. Like I mean, lockdown. They're gonna fuck these people up, man. Really? I mean, they were just like you people, and there was uh, two hundred men, I think, with armed men yeah. on the premises. Oh Dennis Banks was one of them. Uh, my niece's grandfather. Oh my gosh! Uh, really? Yeah, come up, Banks. If you ever read uh, in the spirit of Crazy Horse? No, I need to read that. That's all about my niece's family. Oh my gosh! No way! Yeah, in the spirit of Crazy Horse. Yeah. I want to get that. Come up, Dennis mm-hmm. Banks. All these, all these key players. Uh, my niece's mom yeah. was born in federal prison really? because of this standoff. Oh my gosh. So, Raven. Yeah, Raven. Raven comes to Leonard. There's 200 and some women and children on the premises yeah. of this land. Yeah. The FBI to this day say there were not 250 women and children really? on the land. Mm. Raven appeared, opened up a portal, and got Leonard and all those women and children out, Get out of that standoff. Wow. Safely. Safely. Wow. Amazing. So, as a guide, right, the guide, through the forest, yeah. right, was it, did it appear in the east? It wasn't the east. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, yeah. Right, yeah, so it's absolutely. opening up a portal, actually calling you further and further mm. towards your dreams, your passion, your, your creativity. This, what you're doing, yeah. brings tears to my eyes. When oh, you, man. When you sent it and, and you started along this path in the interview, me and my wife and daughter never listened to anything yeah. together. Yeah. But we listened to your interview yeah, you with your wife. Cool. And we all gathered around and really take, took heed of... Yeah. of your excitement, your creativity, oh, man. your passion, because it was like, there's Kurt. Oh, I'm grateful like, for you, man. Thank you. There's tears <laughs> to my eyes. Like, I mean, so Raven's calling you towards yeah. these things that, mm. are, that are, I already see the ramifications in your daughters. You do. From, from afar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're showing them how to do this. Mm. Like, you're, you're finally giving up the ghost of, of like, you know, that's fine. This is over here. Yes. You know, this is like mm. the XY's clock in, clock yeah. out, whatever the bullshit, right? Yeah. But now's not the time for building other people's dreams or, or pertaining with their dramas. Sure. And it's like, so you're showing your daughters like, to be creative. Like, yeah. And, yeah. And whether they do something with it right at the moment or not, they're bathing in that essence. Taking it in, yeah. They're taking <clears throat> it in. Oh, I love your, uh, actually, I just saw it on your Facebook story last night. It was keep dreaming that impossible dream I was like oh man that just really spoke to me it was awesome it sends chills and and I have to do it daily yeah it's it's, it's wild and you're doing it 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 comes full circle yeah I mean when you put your tattoo on yeah you know that was following your dream that was following your guide indeed you know and being out there in the forest with the dog it's following your heart, following your guidance. Yeah. You could give two shits about <laughs> New York City or freaking yeah. right, urban, or urban, yeah, urban bullshit. Yeah, it was just great being out there. I mean, that's kind of something that's interesting because, like, I've all, I think like from the, like, the time I was a young kid, I've even growing up in in an ur- very urban yeah. environment in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, row homes, a lot of concrete. I'd all I've kind of always been drawn to the outdoors and yeah. nature and the tree. Yeah, you know the park, right? It just kind of, you know, I love that. Uh, And it was funny, like I think, like I've always sort of had this like really strange connection, I think, to like nature. I remember one of the first times I was maybe I don't think I was more than six or seven years old. This was in the city, and I was like in the back alley, you know, on the concrete, and 
I see a squirrel, and I was like, I was with my friends and my brother, and I was like calling to the squirrel, like, hey, little squirrel, come on over. All of a sudden, the squirrel comes over, jumps onto my leg, and clamps down, and is there, just like checking me out yeah. on my leg. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, wow, the power of that was pretty cool. The, uh, the power of the urban showman, right? So mm. you, th- you think of, you know, Spirit's gonna get a hold of you no matter what. Yeah, yeah. No matter where you live. And so, what's interesting is most shamans that live in the environment that are born in that environment. Yeah. Uh, end up uh, movement mm. becomes their their zen. Oh uh, yeah, basketball. Yeah, uh, yeah. Movement, running, uh, running. Yeah. All these things become like. So there's a great shaman in New York City. Is the dancing shaman. Huh. She dances. She just dances, and then she spreads her magic with her dances. And it's yeah. just like that. But she's a product of her environment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, what else is she gonna do in New York City? In Manhattan, she's gonna dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, I mean, there's not a lot. She can go to the park. She can right. Go to yeah. The movement. Right, but, but movement. Like that, that repetitive like yeah. fart going up to oh, base camp so Everest. Oh, that's so cool! I can't right? wait to hear about that. Yeah, it's that. It's that. Like, whoa. Okay, so is that more or less than the Tibetan Buddhist shaman yeah. that is like reading the dead book of the dead to dead people? Right. 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 I mean, is it? No. Yeah. Because you're, you're following some kind of, mm. and you have to do it. Like you, you have you, to do. You it. had to become the basketball player that you became. Right. Like you had to. Like yeah. it was just this was your life force energy. Like I feel like that. Like that. For this, you know, podcast too. That's kind of been the way it's been. Like for a year, I've talked about it with people. Like. I got it. I really want to do this, you know. And then I just never, I never did it. I never got off my ass to actually start it and do it. And finally, I just said, it just kept eating at me and gnawing at my brain. Like yeah. I just really wanted to do haunt this. you until you yeah, moved through right? that anxiety and, then, and that. Yes, it was right. Anxiety, mean? yeah. The fear, pushing through the fear. Yeah, but Kirk, you could die from token on tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I remind myself of that every day. Oh, it could be an M&M peanut M&M oh. that takes my life. Yeah, and right. it's like, what, what did I do? What did you do? Yeah. And that's why I can truly, honestly say I've lived seven lives already. And wow. I'm about to turn the page into the eighth life. And, oh. You know, and it's like, I'm happy to go any moment. I got to hear about that. But I'm, like, I'm just super interested to hear your story and, you know, yeah, share with I'm honored. people. Like, I'm absolutely honored. I mean, you know, you... I've gone You're the only one I do this for. <laughs> that's amazing. Like well, thank in my you. entire life, I won't really? do another interview. No way. Yeah, no. That's, a, that's amazing. I did a small interview for Ella Beattie for her last yeah. project. Yeah. And I was like, you know, here you go. Um, but no, you're the only one. Cool. What, ma- one what made you decide to do Well, to do it's it. really um, because you do have the spiritual shaman within you. Mm. Thank you. You know, and, and to honor that and to, yeah. to some of the words that come out today are going to reach some people. That's super uh, cool. So, mm. you know, it's, it brings tears to my eyes. Uh, mm. Like, a great spirit has always told me you can't be interviewed, you can't be recorded, you huh. can't be, you know, especially in ceremony. Yeah. But life yeah. is ceremony, so this is ceremony. Life is ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. That's a wrote that book. Yes. Have you read that book? No, wait. Which it's a little blue book that Gary sells. No, I gotta Gary's, get this. What's Gary's it called? Book. It's called Life Ceremony is Ceremony. Is Life oh, Ceremony is Life. Yeah. Or, you know, you had talked about that book before, and I don't. I, I need to get. I'd love some more coffee. Yeah. Um, 
I have to get it. Ceremony yeah, is it's like eight dollars right next door. Yeah, yeah it's a great. Amazing. Like, that's so when when I moved to Brunswick, yeah. The night we were unloading our U-Haul from Santa Fe, um, Gus Autonomic was doing a TED Talk no at way. the Frontier Restaurant. What? And it was the same night that the Raven Gift guy was doing his talk. Oh, Turk, John Turk. John Turk Get was out. doing his talk at Gary's Bookstore. Oh my gosh. It's just like, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I'd love to see... I, would I wonder if those folks ever come back and talk here in Brunswick because I'd love so, to see them. So what you need to do is you need to get... Gus Tonemuk, you need to get. Yeah, you, oh my gosh, how get, awesome would that be? You need to get uh, Don Turk, Turk yeah. in the same room. Yeah, Oof, doing a that's talk. That's so cool. Right, doing a like a like who's who's done a podcast that involves two individuals yeah. that are two huge like super different, different people, right? Yeah, but different. Yeah. Different. yeah. Amazing. Okay, that's a great idea. I'm gonna work on that. You got the tools. Work on that, man. Well, so. One of my first questions was how, you know, how like how did you find? Hi, how are you? Hi, good. Bagels? No. Oh, the buttered bagel? I don't think no. there oh, are. I, I almost I could have taken that. I would have. <laughs> um, you know, you how did you really find this calling to be a healer, or shaman? Like when, like you know, growing up, it's a long what were the experiences? Story, but, yeah. Um, are we playing now? Dude, I've been recording the whole time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking. The um, the very first time was seven years old. Seven? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Seven was crazy. And you were. This was in Santa Fe. Uh, no, in Montana. Oh, in Missoula, Montana. Montana. Oh, I was born in Missoula, Montana. Born in Missoula. No way. My mom was born in uh, Black Hills, South Dakota. Really. My dad was born in Spokane, Washington. Wow, such uh, cool places. Yeah, yeah, really cool places, and all those family members have like. You know, those circles of energy never stopped from those areas. Yeah, like, wow. now my niece lives on the Pine Ridge Reservation. Oh, no way. Yeah, in the Black Hills, right? Really? And so, but very, very different uh, arenas. But when lightning hit my the tree outside my window when I was seven years old, <laughs> that's when it all began. Get out, wow. Yeah, that's, that's when my room flooded with light and I couldn't go to sleep. Wow. Um, things that started to see things in the shadows, see things in, in, in life more than what other people were seeing. Yeah. And I was never safe enough environment in our culture, Western culture, yeah. to, um, to kind of lead that out of me. Huh, yes, yeah. right. So it was, really, it was really kind of a pivotal point because I grew up with six, you know, five siblings, Big home. Where were you in the birth order? I was the last, I was the baby. You're the baby. I was supposedly the savior of, <laughs> Get of, of the marriage. <laughs> oh, no uh, way. Some, you know, some way. Yeah. You know, let's have a planned child yeah. later on in life to bring us closer together, wow. I guess. Um, did it work? It did. They, it did. They, they made it all the way to the end together. Amazing. Yeah. Cheers. I know. Wow. That doesn't happen often. Yeah. <laughs> So the baby of the family now, are any of the are any of your siblings? Do they kind of feel this calling as well? Or? Yeah, I, w I would say the more artistic ones. Yeah, uh, Sean, my brother, who's an amazing uh, yeah. musician, yeah. Uh, has always kind of seen, felt, was mm. kind of guided. Um, also shoots himself in the foot. 
yeah. uh, because of Don't it. We all, yeah. Uh, yeah. creatively, he's just a creative monster on this earth, and uh. he's doing such great things. But you know, I, I think it's just yeah. detrimental at times. Yeah, having <clears throat> such great successes in, in creativity. Right. Um, but creativity isn't far off from shamanism, and, and uh, yeah, you know, mm. it's just one branch down on the tree of life. Uh-huh. Right, because you're bringing in as a creative energy, an artist. You're bringing in something that's never right, existed right. in this plane before. Exactly. Yeah. Something right. Brand something. Something nothing. from you, your yeah. voice, authentic, or origin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Um, so basically, that's what a shaman is doing all the time. Yeah. Is they're bringing in information, bringing in reading uh, mm. information, energy. Uh, all the time and just being observant. with the natural world and nature is the only greatest teacher right. right and that's why you need to get back out and that's right <laughs> <laughs> so but so okay it was seven years old the lightning hits the tree and then from that point on were you did it sort of snap you into this sort of state of mind where you wanted to be more observant and when did you start you know so it was of, absolute confusion until yeah. I met uh, Oki Shimon Forest mm. Um, this is your mentor? This is one of my mentors, yeah. Yeah, yeah from Southern Quebec, Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, she's Does she write the book? Does she, the Dreaming the Council Dream, Ways? Yeah, Dreaming the Council Ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So being with her for many months in the desert of northern New Mexico really gave me back my power in understanding what this was happening within me. Uh -huh. uh, because no one in my family was going to describe it or, yeah. or even understand it. So did you feel, was your family supportive of your path, and, or were they, were they my dad, unsure of it? My dad's last book that he read uh -huh. and had gripped in his hands before he passed away yeah. was Oki's book. Really? So in a, in a non-verbal way, mm -hmm. uh, they were all trying to find this path too. Yeah. Uh, but in their own ways. I have a nuclear scientist sister, you know, or mm. big... You know, she's got doctorates and all sorts of things. I don't know if she's technically a <laughs> nuclear scientist, but... Um, sounds like it. Sounds like it. <laughs> Might as well be. Yeah, right. Um, you know, she comes She comes from science. She comes from the analytical world. But, yeah. but we have great conversations about this now. Mm. Um, I come from the artist world. Yeah. I come from the shamanic way. Uh, and we have great conversations about all of this, all about life. Right. How to right. put it in perspective. And do you feel she coming? Does she see your your perspective? I think she honors it. I think she she is genuinely, um, authentically yeah. believing in me. Mm. Yeah. She has never stopped believing in me. Right. Uh, I've never stopped believing in her because she's one of the. I mean, she's changing the world for yeah. so many women in this culture and in this you know in this country. Yeah. Breaking the glass ceiling. Right. That's you know amazing. And, uh, and that's what I'm all about, is yeah. the sacred feminine taking back the power on this earth. And Well, that was part of that book, too, right? Yeah. That was really the theme of that book. Yeah. The major theme in that book, the sacred feminine. Yeah, and you look all around the world and look at the presidents that are women now, yeah. all around the yeah. world. Exactly. You know, it's starting to shift. It's starting, women are taking back their power. Yeah. Ya basta. <laughs> enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. It's time to change the way we, we live our, our yeah. lives. Mm. The only problem in anybody's life really is a, a divorce from tribal wisdom and tribal ways. Mm. That's for everyone. For everyone. Yeah. But people don't necessarily know, even know or see it, right? 
Well, no, they want to gravitate towards more, more, more yeah. safety, yeah. more uh, their fear-based consciousness is driving the vehicle, yeah. so they want more. They want uh, comfort. They want yeah. false heating. They want bigger homes. They want faster cars. They yeah. want to, you know, they want to travel. They want to do all these things, but at what cost? Right. And really, ultimately, if you talk to a 90-year-old person on this planet, yeah. they're going to say, I just want a tiny home. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> with a little without heater. Any, without any stairs. <laughs> without any stairs yeah. with maybe a community around me of, yeah. of, of same age people yeah uh, right i mean so what are we gravitating towards like, yeah is the beginning of life where we have nothing but this warmth and this this you know motherly yeah. presence that breastfeeds us and right gives gives us a start and and that's and we're content yeah yeah and then and then we get into this western culture and we start getting beat down totally. into and confused about yeah. what we want yeah. and who I, we are. I talked to 300 people this month yeah. that come to see me and, and no one knows what they want. Yeah, well, so is that why <laughs> they come, why do they come to see you? Well, okay, so <laughs> I, they don't know what they want. That, <laughs> that's probably why I came too. I mean, I think when I first started seeing you right now, we, I had experienced a few what's the proper term for ceremony so like is it did I journey the ceremony did I experience it did I live it what is it um, you dreamt it I dreamt it interesting yeah so when I came to you to do to dream those ceremonies you know I had there I was really trying to figure myself I felt I had felt like I had lost myself right along the way and there was this fog and yeah. trying to see through that fog and you in the ceremonies really helped me sort of pierce that fog and start living a life of authenticity right authentic yeah yeah so these so people you feel fall in love with the authentic Kirk <laughs> they do and they want to get behind your dreams and your aspirations and yeah. they want to feed that mm. and, and it's a very comfortable place to be but you know when you're in that fog you, your insecurities start to come oh, out totally yeah and it's in it you know, I feel like that fog, I can feel it physically, too. I, You know, I know it's there mentally, it's but I get physically. it physically. Like, I get it in my gut. Yep, right here. Right there. I know it's coming, and then it starts to manifest itself in my body. So, yeah, I feel it in the gut. And yeah. then it starts, and then I'm, and then I know, and then I, then it starts manifesting itself in my body. That, that's perfect. In my, in my skin, you know, it just starts to come out because yeah. it's all being held in, and yeah. I try to get it out, and I know what I need to do, but it's so hard to, you know, sort of flip the switch and, and turn the page, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And unless you're around a believing mirror, no matter what that believing mirror of your belief system is, yeah. Uh, it could be, it could be a priest. It could be, yeah. you know, a rabbi. It could yeah. be uh, somebody that feels like the sky is their cathedral, like me. Yes. Um, yeah. You right. know, it doesn't really matter what your belief system Sweet is, yeah. but you got to go, got to go home within yourself and be authentic to yourself mm -hmm. first, right. before you can be authentic to the outside world. Yeah, that's and, yeah. And, and so your true. body's gonna reflect that. Yeah, your body. Yeah. It's just gonna tear you down yep. to nothing yeah. until you actually start walking right. and appreciating the food before you. Yeah. Right? Every bite. I feel like I have I needed to experience that darkness in order to see, you know, Absolutely. what was possible and also it just has given me sort of like this like it's it's gotten me into this sort of sad mode, you know, where I know I can handle the darkness and still come out on the other side. There's hope. Yeah. 
there's hope within us yeah. to keep mo- motating. Yeah. But so, do you find so like when the pe- when people find you and come to you for guidance, is it generally that type of theme? It's they don't know what they want, or they're lost. They've kind of lost themselves. The bigger amount of um, negativity that people bring to me, the yeah. higher they rise. Really? Yeah. Huh. So secretly, I'm cheering them on when they get there. And kind of laughing at them yeah. deep inside me, even yeah. though I'm kind of looking at them the with this stoic face. Laughing. Yeah, <laughs> because they come and they think that their lives are so horrible yeah. and so challenging, mm. and then they hear somebody talk about the leukemia patients in the hospital, these children that are dying of leukemia, and yeah. how those childrens are like just little balls of light. Mm. Yeah. And they're eating their food as if it's their last. Amazing. Thank you. Absolutely. Enjoy. Thank you very much. And they're kissing their mom and dad as yeah. if it's their last time. Yeah. But they're actually in the now. In the present. Yeah. In the present yeah. moment of their lives. Truly, authentically appreciating everything that comes their way. And wow. So death and play are the two things that I work with. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you bring death in as a friend and you start to, to realize all those insecurities within you are wrapped around some kind of ownership of something or some kind of uh, holding on to, yeah. you got to let it all go. Right. Yeah. Huh. On a daily basis. So today I had an yeah, holding on. It's definitely holding on to some kind of... <laughs> False uh, expectations, or yeah. you know, expectations. Yeah. That's a big conversation. We could talk about expectations for an entire week. <laughs> People's expectations are so hard on them for themselves. themselves. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have a lot of trouble with self-compassion for sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and you just basically shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, totally. So, if you live a life without expectations. You're never disappointed. That's right. You live in the present. Look at this meal in front of us. <laughs> we had no expectations. <laughs> I had no expectations, and it practically ordered itself. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. I love this place, too, by the way. Like, I, I'm so glad you suggested we come here. I was... Uh, I was talking into the into the microphone before you got here, just talking to myself. People probably thought I was crazy. I was like, oh, I love this place. It's got the old red booth. It's got a really humble feel, you know, the light coming in. And I, as soon as I walked in, uh, the owner said, what, you need a cup of coffee? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, life's looking up. That was exactly what he said as soon as I walked in the door. <laughs> Give me coffee. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I go out on my deck every morning with my cup of coffee and I am just so thankful to Brother Fire, Sister Water, Mother Earth for that coffee because without any of those I wouldn't have coffee. How's everything so far? Perfect. Thank you. So I'm really, I'm wondering about your time when you were talking about being in the desert for those years or whatnot with your mentor, like what was the, what was your training sort of like? Yeah, please. Well, training, no training. Yeah, yeah. Right? So people get very confused because they don't think there's a, there's no way the analytical mind can kind of encapsulate what's happening. Yeah. You can't track it. Yep. 
uh, but spirit can track it. Mm. And so your intuition, it's like an awakening of your intuition. Yeah. Mm. It's an understanding of your own inner voice. Being around somebody else that has such a strong conviction with their inner voice and their tribal roots yeah. can kind of get you back to your roots. Mm. So it was just a few months being with her and Patty Worth, who was her apprentice at the time, um, being very close to her during that period of time. But I also remember before that, preceding that, there was a Hawaiian woman uh, that got a hold of me. Really? Uh, in the in Santa Fe. Oh, because you spent some time in the in the Pacific Islands too, right? Well, I spent a lot of time in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a little bit of time in Australia. Hmm. But this Where Hawaiian were you in Australia? woman, oh yeah, go on. This with Hawaiian, Hawaiian woman uh, really showed me how to awaken that intuition for the first time at like age seventeen. Huh. How? And she played this Tibetan bowl that she had. And she started reading things about my life that I, she had no business reading or no, she, she had no idea who I was. We were strangers. Right. Uh, but she knew. <laughs> but she knew news about my story and about where I was from in Montana. Really? Uh, the name of my father. Wow. Uh, she, I mean, it, was, it wasn't the psychic reading hotline. Yeah. You know, it was the real deal. It was sitting there in yeah. somebody's apartment with birds flying everywhere that were from Hawaii that she no. smuggled in somehow oh or, my gosh. or whatever, um, telling me about my life that this woman shouldn't know anything about my life. That started the big question of how do you do that? Why? Why is that an accessible conduit for you? Yep. And so then we start asking that question within ourselves. Like every time we turn away from our intuition, it's cracked two by four right over our head. Yeah. Everybody knows that by now in this culture. If they if they don't trust their gut in- instincts, yeah, it's gonna usually probably backfire. That's right. Whether you're manifesting the backfire or whether Grace Spirit, you're reading something that's coming from Grace Spirit. Yeah. You know, it's not for us to understand. Right. We just have to follow it. Right, follow it, right. Like, follow the intuition. Follow the intuition. Right. So my intuition uh, from after working with Oki for months out in the desert, my intuition said that I was supposed to be around ferns, uh, rocks, ocean, uh-huh. all this intense beauty, um, and I always thought it was New Zealand. Yeah. So I went to New Zealand seven times and searched for this. Really? Um being kicked back it? every time. <laughs> kicked back every time, huh? Kicked back every time to Santa Fe um, and different places, lived in different places in the States. Uh, yeah. And then I found myself with my wife and child in Maine. Yeah. And I was at the headwaters of uh, Epopo. Huh. And I had the flash and the realization that those visions that I was having with Oki were literally the ferns of Maine, the rocks of Maine, the ocean of Maine. Right? And it was this huge quickening of understanding that I'm home. Yeah. Right? Wow. Um, because now's the time when all the shamans come home mm. around the world. Interesting. Right? They can kid themselves into thinking they're supposed to be here or there or yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But it's really time for them to come home to their people. Huh. And, and leave. And the way life should be. And the way life should be. <laughs> which is Maine. wonderful food, yeah. Maine, Maine culture. Connection to the land, yeah. the ocean. Yeah. But at seven years old, I used to cut out photos of Maine 
You did. And put him on my wall. Yeah. Mm. Not to, wanting to come here. Oh, yeah. Wow. So you had, I mean, you had come to me. You had no connection to me before Zero. You, came, you came here. But, and, and, and since coming here, you've really uh, sort of designed this really amazing life and what you do in the community and, you know, helping others to heal themselves and whatnot. It's amazing. It's, right? it's pretty simple Reading, stupid though too. <laughs> 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 it is right but it's it's a humbling place to come from you yeah. know that people could be doing this to themselves and to each other but in our culture we're so fractured from true authentic tribal yeah. feelings right? right falling in love with the stranger on the street mm. and lifting them up yeah. Yes. Like, why wouldn't I? Because two weeks from now, my daughter's going to pass that same guy. That's right. <laughs> so true. So it's really selfish of me to do what I do because I'm doing this I hear for you. my child. I hear what you're saying, man. I totally do, yeah. But you are, but, you know, it, it's all really like, sort of comes full circle because you're helping, a, you know, you're helping someone else to feel better before they authentically well, right not not a false lift of no 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 yeah exactly you're giving them that authentic sort of you know believe in themselves boost and then that will sort of that they, they pay it forward with others and it's a chain reaction yeah for sure yeah. it lifts our whole community yeah that's why I love Brunswick yeah it's a great community it is a great community I love Harpswell yeah. too yeah yeah that's where that's where the raven was <laughs> that's, where the, that's where the raven caught your eye <laughs> yeah, and your right. ear. My ear, for sure. Hearing it first. I wonder, like, when people, how did how did people find you now, for to seek you out for as a shaman? Word of mouth and organically. Mouth. Yeah. If I advertise, it seems to be very fitting, right? Like yeah. in the universe, right? Yeah. That's ego. Advertising <laughs> <Yeah>. is ego. <laughs> you know, it's saying I have something you all need or want. Yeah, and that's really not true yeah they have it within themselves mm. so if I advertise I'm actually doing an, a disservice to everybody and everybody around me yeah because I'm saying that I have something you don't have right come see me mm. um, it's much better if they come because of a friend or you know they hear about me um, from somebody else's story yeah, um, yeah. Because then they authentically look within those eyes and say, "Well, this person really uh, mirrored back something in you, and mm. you're you're changed. Yep. You are vibrating on a different level. Yes. You're kicking ass out there in the world. Yeah. Uh, I want that. Mm, I want right. to unlock that within myself. So, okay, I'm gonna go see Ryan. Yep. Uh, and then I mm. try to be the best believing mirror I possibly can in those individuals. Yeah. But I also slap them a lot. I know. <laughs> I've been slapped, I feel. <laughs> Slapping is good. You know, mm -hmm. slap slap a little bit and, and lift, but with a spoonful of sugar. Yeah. Right? So it's like, come on, Kirk, what the what the hell? Right. You know, you're a badass in this world. Yeah. Like why are you why are you taking all these negatives mm. and filling up your vessel so it sinks in the ocean? I know. It's so hard not to get bogged down with the <clears throat> Negatives. With the weight of the world, yeah, with you know, it just, being inundated with other people's energies. Oh, 
taken on other people's energies is really I I still struggle with it. Uh, I don't know why why that is, and I don't know. I'm trying to to use the ring of fire as a way to you know yeah protect have some self protection, but. What are the tools I need to, we all need to not let other people's negative energy really take hold in our soul? It's hard. It is hard. Yeah. It's really difficult. One of the things that makes it so difficult is we're taught to care in the old way. Mm. Caring in the old way, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Yeah. After seeing 300 students, uh, be riddled with all their crap. Yeah, right. Yeah. How do you? So part of it is not giving a shit right. what anybody does, doesn't do, says, mm. doesn't say around me anymore. Yep. It's and that's how I can authentically love them. Yeah. Right. Because mm. why am I judging anything that's coming off of them? Yep. Good, bad, and different. Right. It just is what it is. Yeah. It could be a <clears throat> inferno of a man walk in here with tattoos all over him and. Yep. And come straight out of prison, and I'm still gonna show him love. Right. I'm not gonna judge his negativity because I don't know his story. Yeah. I don't know all the ins and outs of why he is the way he is, or why anybody is the way they are. Yeah. So if I can come from that baseline of zero all the time, it's easier for me to let shit go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it's so true. Sort of. Uh, you, you take a deep interest, but you can't. You have to be a little bit disinterested in the way that you're not taking it on yourself and having emotions attached to it. Or expectations. Or expectations. <laughs> <laughs> so true. There's no expectations. Yeah. yeah. If I don't have expectations in people, yeah, they surprise me. Yeah. Huh. They rise to the occasion. It's those heavy expectations from me on my students mm. that would crush them and they would never come back. Yeah. Right? Because it would feel like they, they upset me or they Let you they down. failed me. Yeah. And uh, really it's all about them failing themselves or succeeding and rising. Mm -hmm. Soar with the eagles. Soar with the eagles, indeed. Get up there in that stratosphere. It's really funny because once you start getting up there in that stratosphere, of yeah. higher vibration, yeah. then you're sitting across the table being interviewed for a podcast <laughs> <laughs> by an incredible human being. Awesome. Um, and then, uh, you know, we just discussed our common friend Bart, who yeah. just went to base camp Everest. You know, surround yourself with people that are doing, Do doing. the good yeah. and raising their expectations of themselves and walking through their small death ceremonies and their fears and their... Yeah. And their because then it teaches us to to slowly walk through that anxiety yes. um, because somebody else has just done it right in front of our eyes yeah. and that's why I love Bart because he's, he did it he, he's, he did it. he's still doing it, it I gotta it's talk to him next it's unraveling I know you are <laughs> I know you I didn't even know that but I know that <laughs> but look at how many great people you, you guys have around you in yeah. your lives yeah <clears throat> Look at your wife, for example. Yeah. I mean, your wife is one of the most kick-ass, hardcore, yeah. wonderful women I know. Yeah. And she's teaching other women to rise to that mm. vibration. Sacred feminine. The sacred feminine. Yeah. And it, so whether it be on the basketball court yep. or whether it be in the mountains of Tibet, we're surrounded by people that are incredible yeah. human beings mm. doing incredible things. 
So if you find yourself around other people that aren't doing that, yeah. that are stuck and stagnant, you're only enabling them to stay mm. stuck and stagnant by joining <laughs> their company. <laughs> right. Yeah. So tough love. Slap the shit out of them yeah. and get the sort of love out and maybe cut them out of your life. Yeah. Well, so, and then one, something that I, a lot of times I get really stuck in my own self-awareness, you know, like I, I, I can't see the forest for the trees, right? Because I'm always like focused on my own shit and, the, and not seeing all the goodness around me. So one of the things I've done is I do now this daily, every night when I go to bed, I do this nightly gratitude practice where I like I recap the day and I'm like what was what am I grateful for today what was good today and it could be anything from you know oh I had that awesome walk in the woods and like the sun was on my face to oh I had a great meeting you know and a great conversation and things are happening uh, we're having great coffee you know I, uh, I made my daughter laugh uh, things like that uh, you know, this laughter is like the, of our children wow yeah so the gratitude is like super, has been super helpful for me to like to step outside of my own BS yeah you know it's and, very humbling yeah yeah the attitude of gratitude right attitude of gratitude exactly it's the way to it's yeah. the way to be I mean we all have first world problem yeah yeah most, for the most part in Western culture, especially in the United States, yeah. you know, you can come to me and you can complain that the IRS is going to go lock you up and da da da. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how did that work for you? You know, right. uh, being dishonest. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You, this is of your own making. Yeah, yeah. Your life is of your yeah. own making. It's your it. choice. And mm. so when people complain about their jobs, yep. I've been guilty of it just recently. I, I you know, I'm, I'm done with one of my jobs. I mm -hmm. hope. To be done with soon, um, because I've I've had I've had enough. Yeah. Um, but we all we all go through this, you know, putting ourselves through far more greater obstacles than mm. we really need to. But yeah. it's my choice to go to this job. Yeah. It's my choice to suit up and be uh, a teacher. Right. It's my choice to. Um, but if I ask, have expectations of it, I'm going to be let down. Yeah. Right. Just so let it just flow like the water. So suit up and show up as if you're a volunteer. Mm, yeah. That just gets a paycheck. Yeah. And then if it's you a come bonus. from that space, then it's like, oh my god, that's pretty awesome. I, I got this money and I don't even know mm. where it came from. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the bank account. It's in the bank account. Yeah. And it's doing its thing and yeah. paying its whatever. Right. Right? Yeah. But then there's a lot less pressure because then we realize, wait a minute, this is my choice. Yeah. Everything up to this point is mm. your choice yeah. that you made. Uh, we can blame others, but then there's five fingers pointing back at you. Yeah, for you sure. Know? I, yeah, blaming others for the way you feel. Yeah. Happens a lot. I do that. I yeah. do that a lot, and I need to stop. It's like if you're in the train station and you're feeling ick and you're feeling yeah. nasty and you're feeling all this bad energy yeah. and you're wondering why uh, well you probably didn't answer your intuition to not go on the train trip <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to New York right. City yeah. and you should have been following your intuition out to the island yeah. for the week yeah. Um, yeah. therefore it's on you totally all of it the whole dream right that you're dreaming yep interesting yeah. you ever seen any craziness in a ceremony any wild stuff 
define why I loved it. <laughs> I've seen I, some things, Kurt. <laughs> You're probably better to define wild than I, don't, that I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't even know. pretty I, normal I, to me. <laughs> I guess you're right. Right? This is just how it, this is. This is just how the universe. Yeah. This is the spirit. Here it is. Yeah. You know, I have people come in and they, um, I'll tell them that their grandmother's sitting next to them because yeah. I feel them. I feel mm. them. I get signs through the charcoal, through you know different things in ceremony that just tell me that there's somebody in the yep. room with them. Yeah. And I'll start describing their facial features or mm. an object that yep. they brought. To ceremony, this kind of happened spirit. with Adrian, right? Yeah. With uh, her, her grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. And it usually, you know, I describe it so well that they're in the same point I was at at 17, going, How does this person know this? Yeah. Like, what are you seeing? Um, so when you talk about seeing things, right. ooh, I've seen a lot. <laughs> I felt very caught between two worlds my whole life. Hmm. Um, between interesting you say that people owning mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. right that I'm not allowed to own um, yeah people having ownership uh, but I definitely yeah I've definitely seen some things out in the woods uh, that, would, that would curl <laughs> most people's next hairs. Podcast, Ryan. Yeah, that's right. We'll, we'll talk about that's right. <laughs> we'll talk about the seven stones of River Road, Brunswick next oh, time. Man, I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. The seven stones. Oh my God. What do you want, what do you want to know from me? <laughs> I want to know how your daughters are doing. Yeah, they're they're great. They're uh, you know junior to sophomore now, and uh, Maddie is so seventeen to fifteen, and Maddie is pretty much she does a lot on her own, right? She got it. She has a job. She works at the Frontier, and um, she has her license, and she pays for her own gas, and she buys her own you know like. She buys her own food, or like goes out with her friends. It's amazing. She's just kind of off on her own. She's independent. She's very independent. So yeah, she's very, still very, does a lot creatively. You know, she loves her her painting and her, uh, yeah. her artwork. I have to show you some of the recent I stuff she's can't done. Wait to I'm see always it. trying to get her to be to be, to do it more, to create more, so she can. If you got to send her to a trillium class. Yeah, that'd be amazing. You know why? Because so many people they want to send their children to. High-minded places yeah, yeah. to learn the tools, yes. um, but send them to a place where there's maybe somebody with a disability sitting in the room with yep. you. Yeah, puts things in perspective. Yeah, um, and when you watch them create yep. and sell and right. be successful, what is your excuse? That's right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so that's why I love Trillium Earth, because we're doing these classes about the Grand Orange Chart. Oh, cool. Yeah, tell me more about that, because I, I mean, I follow on Instagram, and I'm seeing the it's things that really you're doing. It's really amazing. Tell me about, yeah, what is, what's well, it all about? It all started off when we wanted an exit strategy. Me and Liz Corson wanted an exit strategy from spinoffs. Got it. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, art studio up in Gardner. Mm -hmm. And um, so we decided that we would start Trillium Earth. Um, yep. Ashling Antalam is the, the words underneath Trillium Earth, and that means heal the Earth's crust huh. or heal the Earth. Well, we're all part of the Earth. Um, right? yeah. So we ended up taking some people to Peaks Island for a retreat. Yep. 
for our very first retreat for uh, Trillium Earth. Nice. Anybody um, tweak out on the island? Well, we had three <laughs> individuals with uh, varying abilities from yeah. Spinoff Gardener uh-huh. that were going to go, and Spinoff was going to fund. Nice. So they were. So you were going, You went out there and they were creating art. Some art, or but some more shamanic. More shamanic. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yoga was offered. Yeah. Uh, incredible food. Um, just being around uh, believing mirrors like myself yeah. uh, was really fantastic for these guys. But uh, 24 hours before we were supposed to take these three individuals that are underserved in our community, yeah. uh, the funding was pulled oh, by no. the powers that be. Mm. Uh, so me and Liz Corson raised uh, $750 for those people to go nice. in 24 hours. Wow. Uh, so that was a really boost to Trillium where it was like, you know what, we're not going to wait around and give right. away our power for other people to say what we can and cannot do. Yeah. Because those three individuals were around other people from the community that yeah. paid a lot of money to come to this retreat, yeah. they were allowed a chance to feel authentically mm. like a real part of this community. Yeah. Not labelized or stuck away in in a room right. with a bunch of their peers. Then we started to approach Leslie Vitti at the mix, yeah. and she was like, "Well, you should teach classes up for teens, wellness for teens." That's and, that's awesome. And and we started. And in three months' time, Trillium Earth is only three months old. In three months' time, we've already raised about 16 scholarships for people to come take oh, our classes. So cool! It is, and it's yeah. it's really amazing to see these artists. Uh, yeah. These 13 year, a lot of them are 13 year old women. Huh. Um, I don't want to call them girls because yeah. they're not. Right. They're they're women. They're yeah. empowered, sure. and and we empower them through the courses to the point where one of our students is a poet. Yeah. And she's already written her first book of poetry no way. in our class. So cool. And we've sold four copies. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Right? And yeah. so she's now looking at herself and saying, wait a minute, I can fish. Yeah. I can fish for myself. Mm-hmm. Why am I giving away my power to the society because I'm 13 years old? Right. Why am I giving away my power to my parents and, and burdening them with all my struggle? Yes. Why am I not helping out? Yeah. A yeah. lot like your daughter yeah. who's, who's very self-sufficient uh, and has it, yeah. uh, but she could use a little bit more in the belief system of her artwork and right. her voice. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know... Mm-hmm. I sell paintings all the time. Yeah. Uh, what's the difference between my paintings and your daughter's work? Mm. There's there's zero difference. Yeah. What's the difference is is I'm audacious enough to put it out there, <laughs> yes. no matter what, and not give a shit put what people there. think. Yeah, put it out there. Just put, put it yourself out there. Out there. It's, yeah. yeah. And so when they're around other individuals that's that are cool. younger than you, yeah. that are older than you, we have some seventy year old women that come to the classes. Yeah. Uh, that are getting the same same gift out of the classes. Yep. And it might be called a wellness class, but it's going to be wood burning, it's going to be yeah. printmaking, it's going to be holistic. It's awesome. And that's what Trillium is all about, yep. is this holistic kind of education. Because you're going to hear about shamanism, you're going to hear about yeah. uh, Bart's trek to, yeah. to Nepal, right. right? You're going to hear about these great stories and bathe in those stories. So when you leave the class... You're actually inspired yeah, to empowered. continue creating, <clears throat> yeah. to continue working on that that avenue. That's cool. So where? So you, is there a website or Trillium Earth? TrilliumEarth.com. Yeah, it's uh, a Wix site, so oh, gotcha. it's got the hashtags. Yeah. And so the, just, the, just Google Trillium Earth, yeah. and I also see it on and Instagram. And Facebook, Trillium Earth <coughs> Facebook has probably got yeah. the most content at the moment. So I couldn't have hoped for two more badass women to be. 
I'm very humbled to be in their presence, yeah. uh, and I think they'd say the same about me. Yeah. And that's that's who you want to work with. That's yeah, who you sure. want to build things with. <clears throat> is, is people that you literally love, right? You know, and like Amelia, right? Right. And yeah. Amelia, Europe yeah. gets this exactly. We we in the United mm. States are so divided. Yeah. We don't get this larger sense of, of family, right? Of familia. The lo- the larger family, not just your yeah. own. Build the larger family, table. Yeah, the larger yeah. table. That exactly. big table, that long table that we can all sit down at and laugh right. and, and not judge. But we, we don't do that. We don't treat each other like family. Do we, we don't even do that in our own families. <laughs> Sometimes it's our own families that That's treat true. us worse than the stranger on the street. That's right. Put your dishes in the dishwasher. And this way, and it has to be done this way, that's right? Right, and it's like, well, don't interrupt the person that's doing. Yeah. Right? Well, I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. But don't interrupt get the person it, right? that's doing. Right, someone's it's just the fact that they're doing it. It's true. Is enough. Yes, I, I, I tend to hover in the kitchen. Yes, hover because right? I'm the main I'm the main cook in the house, and I hover. I and Adrian's like, and you have ownership. Do you want to do this? You have ownership. Yeah, that's what I do. I do as well. I'm like, if you want those dishwasher yeah. loaded that way, that's right. Then do it yourself. You're gonna have to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, so, that's funny. so don't interrupt those that are doing, and don't don't get bogged down by the people that aren't doing anything. Yeah, that that mm. you can see in their life. It's a train wreck of drama, like just over broken record of mm-hmm. like, here you go again, here you go again. Same guy that abuses you, same yeah. relationship yeah. Mm-hmm. that that discredits you, same right. job that uh, is mm. killing you. Uh, you know, don't get bogged down in those people's lives. Yeah. Soar with the eagles and show them how to fly. Right. So because then they'll catch up. If yes. if you're anywhere on their radar, they're gonna be inspired by that and do it for themselves. Yeah. So that seems that's a that's a great way and tool to if you're in the doldrums like that to try to connect with someone who is soaring. That 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 can kickstart your own self healing. Yeah. It's it's really majorly important. Yeah. But only you can heal, heal yourself, right? Yeah, that's right. It's, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. your triggers, your negativities, yes. you can bring in on your own. Yeah. And if you choose to do it, why should I give it two shits, really? Yeah, right. I mean, if you're going to continue down that path yeah. until that path really no longer serves you. And maybe it's a doctor sitting across from you saying, mm. that path is no longer serving you, you are dying. You're great. It's and showing up, change. manifesting as, yeah, as an ailment. Disease of mind will become disease of body. Plain and simple. And the only way to diffuse that is to be in nature. Yeah. Yep. That's the only true source energy. Those trees aren't judging you, Kurt. Right. No, they're not. (laughs) The raven's not judging you. No. Right? Yeah. You're getting an awe-inspiring moment. Yeah. Which feels fantastic to the human body. Absolutely. Yeah. And to the mind. And Mm -hmm. it clears the mind. Yeah. So stress. I mean, my wife, uh, before I came to this this interview yeah. and this podcast she was like I want to know how you get rid of your stress <laughs> yes right how, yeah and, and, I'm, and, I'm really and, curious about yeah, that too because I don't always do it well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she wants to know oh yeah she's like okay Let's because then I can hold you accountable it's <laughs> <laughs> great I think when when the straw's about to break yeah. right, you know yeah. I, and I get to that point I profoundly give up mm. and I go out on my deck and I lay down and I give two shits about anybody. Yeah, not another soul. I let it all go. I, I mean, I lift it up, and I'm, I'm done. Right. I'm done. <laughs> like seriously, done with everything. Yeah. You know, and I start to breathe. Mm. And the second I let it go, every time, I will get a sign 
from the universe or yeah. from yeah. nature, and usually it's a bald eagle swoops right over me. Huh. And I feel elated. I get up. I start mm-hmm. again. Yeah. But I do get to that breaking point where it's just like I have nothing left in my soul to give. Yeah. I've given it all. Mm-hmm. And my people around me think that I've been taken advantage of. Mm. Or I am too trusting. Yeah. Or too loving. Mm. And I'm like, ha, no. Yeah, how can you be too loving yeah. in this world? Right. You know? Um, but I do have to like profoundly give up and just let it all die into the earth. My bones, my everything, just die into the earth. I guess that's the, yeah. And the other thing I do is I have this wonderful 45-minute uh, guided med- meditation. Oh, really? From this doctor of Chinese medicine from Santa Fe. Huh. And I've had it for many, 12 years. Is it available online? I don't or? think it is. We can't find it. Like, if, I, if I lose my iPod, oh, man, I'm you're done. <laughs> wow. I'm done. Right? Oh um, my gosh. So 45 minutes. 45 guided. minutes what's, of what's breathing. The, and what is the. You breathe through your whole body. Yeah. You know, you start with your face and yeah. you tense your face mm. and you breathe out all that and you say relax to yourself, to your face. Mm-hmm. You go through every body part yep. in this guided meditation mm. and you, you get it to relax. Right. Because <laughs> your body is a temple and it's unlimited source energy. Mm. When you treat it the way it needs to be treated, yes. with that love, that yeah. self love, yeah. and that self guided. You know, breath. Uh, it really, I, I awaken and I feel like I'm, I'm ten feet above the house. Yeah. I feel like I could take on anybody, mm. any foe. Right. Uh, should I do it more often? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, I know. Finding Hell the time. Yeah. Yeah, right? um, with two companies and, and yeah. being a father yeah. and and working with uh, adults with disabilities, it yeah. it really. Uh, I don't find a lot of time, or I. I don't take it. I don't yeah. take the time for myself all the time. And then I get to that breaking point, which probably pushes my wife over the edge. And, and my daughter as well. And I don't think I've gotten better. It's only yeah. like 24 hours that I can stay in a state of pushing people away from yeah. me. Mm. And then I'll, I'll be back on top of that mountain. Right. But also reminding myself of small things. Like it could be the almond, Kirk. The omen. That you choke yeah. on and die tomorrow. Like yeah. I mean, it could be the M and M that you like yeah. ends your life. So mm. like, why am I taking any of this too seriously? Yeah, right. I should just, just sweep the table clean every day. Every day, mm-hmm. and just be like, I'm six feet up. Yeah, that's a start. <laughs> I'm breathing. Start. Life's looking I'm up. You got your pain. coffee. Life's looking up. I have coffee. <laughs> I have a roof over my head. Oh my god. I have gosh. a car. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. So I start my day with that gratitude list. You do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it just it, it trains my eyes for more to be grateful for. Right, it does train it for sure. And then, wow! I mean, look at the wife and family that you have. Kurt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's Amazing. staggeringly oh my gosh. beautiful. I, I'm so grateful every day. You're the most blessed man on earth. Yeah. If you can look in the mirror and really authentically believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. Then the world wants to give you more to right. be grateful right. for. Abundance. Abundance. <laughs> Let me talk to you about this breathing thing that I do. As you, I, as I want to let you eat some too, but uh, so you're talking about. I do this. I've started to do. Well, I'm not started. I've done this for like over a year, just about every day. I do this deep breathing exercise. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this guy Wim Hof. You know Wim Hof. So I do the Wim Hof method, which is this deep breath work. Really, it's basically like hyper hyperventilation. Mm-hmm. You, do, you know, it's four sets of very deep breathing, 30 at a time, and then you hold it. <clears throat> And then you let out the breath, 
and then you stay for as long as you can, right? And in those in those times where you where you let out the breath and stay for two three minutes, I gotta tell you, I see some crazy visions, and I have like these honestly like these memories come back from like childhood and just they'll just pop into my head as so vivid like I'm there again. The essence. Oh my, it's it's insane. Yeah. It's a really crazy uh, and it also obviously just helps with my just balance and anxiety, you know, and just having circulating the blood and in the, the air through your body. Being a human on this planet. It's amazing and just breathing. I right? can't believe you brought that up because the first time I heard of that yeah. was two nights ago no. at my wood burning class, Lou Jump. Who has a wellness center in Oh yeah in Harpswell. Yeah. Oh yeah. That you Lou. Need to get I need back to talk to. to Lou again. Yeah, you do. Lou, if you're listening. She was just telling <laughs> me about this breathing exercise. She was about Wim? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And also about the cold shower. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> so I do that too. And so you guys are you guys are traveling and she, you know what was yeah. really interesting about this conversation right now is that yeah. she brought your name up. No. At that she did. Yeah. Oh, that is that is spooky. Yeah, she brought wow. your name up, and you guys haven't seen each other in a couple years. A couple years, yeah. You got to come Dang. out to the Rainbow Lodge Wellness Center. I do. There's a sweat lodge out there now. Oh my gosh, like, I'm in. In. The, yeah. Yeah. You need you Where need to that? come back is to the out in, in, It's on Mountain Road. Oh, it's on Mountain. Like, is that her place? Two from your on Mountain Road. Yeah. Oh, I do have to get. I have to yeah, get there. Just come down uh, this Sunday if you want to come out. Yeah. Two o'clock. Two o'clock. We're gonna have a ceremony. Meet some incredible people. Yeah. Just sit and, and be witness to like, wow. Okay, Amazing. This is weird. This yeah. is not my usual MO of people to be around. Right. But that breaks everything down. Oh, yeah. It's just amazing. So she was talking about Wim Hof. Yes. And the breathing and the yes. cold. I do the cold showers too, yes. man. I'm a crazy person. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the Japanese cold plunge has been around for. I would love to have a cold plunge at the house. I mean, right now I just do the cold showers every day and. Get some ice water pit going yeah. out there that's about six feet tall yeah. down in the air. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> so that's crazy. She was talking about Wim and the breathing. And, and the, you. And, two, and, and your two name. Two days ago. Man. Yeah. The All universe. The, same. the universe. Yeah. See, so Lou is a special woman. She's an incredible human being. Yeah, she is. Um, she's just love. Yeah. And she's held circle out in Harpswell for 30 yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, drumming circles. And, and she's just an amazing human being. Yeah. And then when we got together, it was just like, I call her Auntie Lou and Uncle Bob because, <laughs> I mean, they've been so gracious to open up their land. This is her partner? Her husband, yeah, her Bob. Yeah. Bob Jump. Yeah. Amazing family. Uh, what came, what we all came up with uh, together is that there is no ownership of the place we live. Right. right? It's yeah. just a, you know, uh, I love in New Mexico, they have the 100-year lease. Yeah. Oh, what is that? It's a hundred-year lease on the no, t- on the uh, I should know Cochiti Pueblo. Yeah. On the Cochiti Pueblo, you and in the city of Cochiti, you can't own a place. Oh, There's really? no ownership of the house you buy. Huh. It's a hundred-year lease. So when you're dead, it goes, right, it goes back, back to the pueblo or back mm-hmm. to the to the, to the city. That's so cool. And. Lou and Bob really get that. Yeah. They have this fantastic place. It's just amazing. Uh, perch uh, out in the Harpswell of the yeah. Eagle's Nest. Yeah. Yeah. The Eagles yeah, yeah. Oh, through. yeah, I know. And um, they have given it up to community. Yeah. You know? And, and for somebody to do that and to allow strangers onto their property, huh. right? Yeah. Is a big, monumentous task. So my hat's off to Lou or yeah, Lou and sure. Bob, but mostly Bob because he's a lot like my wife, who mm-hmm. 
thank you. Is a badass. Yeah. yeah. My wife is an incredible badass. She is. She has to live with me. <laughs> I mean, that is not. That's probably the the most difficult task on the planet is to live with me. Okay. Because I love everybody. Yeah. Or I try to get right. to a point of acceptance and love mm-hmm. and honoring yeah. people like family. Yeah. Build a longer table. My familia. And she's allowed that to happen. Yeah. She hasn't feared it. Um, not much anymore. Yeah. I mean, kind of speaking of that, what's your, like, you kind of look at your future, your legacy, what do you want it to be? Like, what do you want, what do you want to, what's the grand plan? Is there one? Maybe so there's not. There isn't. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that before I walked into this restaurant. Oh, you were? Because I was thinking about how I've lived seven lives. Yeah. I really feel like yeah, how do you how do you seven feel like, full how do you, novels. Really? Of Just life. different phases. Yes. Yeah. And I've turned those chapters or those novels and put them on the shelf and I yeah. look back on them and I, I, I feel like it's a whole another human being. But they each, another... do they each inform your next phase? Um, I, I would say there's definitely got to be a strand of evolution. Yeah. Um, I won't know until I'm on that deathbed. Yeah. And that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to be on that deathbed and realize what my life has been. Yeah. Uh, fully. Fully. Um, but, it's, you know, I feel like it's changing. I feel like the page is turning to a new book. Yeah. Uh, what that new book is, I think it's Trillium. Yep. I think it's uh, traveling around the world, uh, holding ceremonies, taking people out of... These people that went to Peaks Island have lived in Maine their whole lives mm-hmm. and have never been on an island. Really? Until Trillium took them to the island. Yeah. Right? I want to take people that have the odds... The so-called odds are against them, because yeah. I don't believe in odds. Yeah. Uh, and I want to take them to Manhattan mm-hmm. and to li- to stay in the lap of luxury, yeah. uh, to show them mm. that there is another way of living out there, uh, and that if they can vibrate on that level, they too can get to that level. Yeah. And if they believe in themselves enough, they can get to that level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I want to take people to Santa Fe, I want to take them to Hawaii, I want to take them to Japan. I want to go work on <laughs> We're working on a retreat to Japan in 2021. We're working on a retreat to New Zealand in 2021. Oh, so cool. um, you know, and these are fantastic places yeah. that not only do I want to go, yep. but that I've been uh, in yeah. cases, or one of Trillium's members, owners have been. Right. Um, so reaching out globally, not just allowing the internet to be our global right. connection, right? Getting out there, but getting out there with people that would never think they would have that opportunity. Yeah. So when we get scholarship money come in, it could really change somebody's life. It's true. You know, you take somebody from from Gardner, Maine, or anywhere in northern Maine, and you tell them that, hey, I am going to take you to Japan for a week, right? and I'm, we're paying for it. That's amazing. The community's paying for it. Yeah, how cool is that? It's, wow. I mean... Wow, it's yeah, right. Yeah. And when they get back, they've met, met so many natural supports along their way yeah. from Maine right. that when they get back, they really hold each other's hands. They help each other out. Yeah. Um, somebody might be a store owner that's carrying somebody's artwork uh, now. Yeah. Right? Because of that Community relationship. Builds. It's yeah. yeah. It's really fantastic to be who I am. Super cool. I yeah. get I get to be in tearful awe. Yeah. And gratitude. Yeah, all the time. Most of the time. And I 
So I when you're super stressed, and you gotta this wait. next this <laughs> next phase may, might get rid of the super stressed yeah. uh, altogether. Yeah. So so because you you, you meet with a lot of a lot of folks individually, right? Um, but that must be. I mean, that probably gives you energy, but also it's got to be super intense and draining too. You, but you still, you feel you always will there always be a place for that? Will you always do that? Yeah. I think I'll always be seeing people individually for ceremony because yeah. it's so intimate of a setting that yeah. you can really hammer and do things. Slap. Yeah, you can slap <laughs> without <laughs> embarrassment. Right. Um, although I, I feed on embarrassment. Like yeah. I, I embarrass myself in front of my students all the time. Like huh. I'll dance silly dances. Yeah, I do that with my kids, of course. Thank you. Of course. Me too. But are you willing to do it in here? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Look, I almost knocked her over. I'm dancing in here in the in the diner. <laughs> See, we're like-minded souls. Oh, I know. You know, yeah, for sure. Oh my god. Yeah. So I'm. I think. The, the area, the actual ceremonial room yeah. is going to shift so that I you can still have, have the my same. home back. Okay, you still have this, your same ceremonial room yeah. in, in the outbuilding. Yeah, behind the, behind the totem pole. With the wood stove. With the wood stove. I think it's time for, for yeah. Trillium, um, for it to kind of come together into one yeah. vision. Uh, so that I'm hoping my part of the dream of Trillium and the Leafs of Trillium have other dreams, uh, but my part of it would love to have somewhat of a Japanese health spa in Maine mm. that uh, is encompassing a classroom uh, so I can teach these, these youth, yep. have hot tubs, wellness, cool. um, sauna, sauna yeah. uh, you know, have a sweat lodge on the yeah. premises, yeah. Um, and have a ceremonial room where I can meet with people individually. Yeah. Um, kind of a one-stop holistic shop right. of wellness, um, you know. Awesome. And one-stop wellness yeah. center. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. My favorite place on planet Earth is, is 10,000 Waves in Santa Fe, uh, and it's up in the mountains. Mm. And I've never been to Santa Fe. I have to get there. How oh, have I not been man. to Santa Fe? You, you you have to go. I have to go. I Just get for the Adrian comida. I get a nice trip. The food. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable food. Unbelievable yeah. people. But 10,000 Waves is this Japanese house spa that is, I don't know if it's 20 uh, hot tubs that are in the earth um, up in the mountains and it snows on your face while you're in the hot tub. So cool. And I mean, those masseuses that yeah. are described to be 20 masseuses. There's, I mean, it's everything. There's a Japanese, five star Japanese restaurant on the grounds. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing holistic wellness for when. That's how I grew up. Yeah. Like going to 10,000 Waves. Like when, when shit got rough went in your life, you went there. Um, and it all melted away. And I want to produce that for Mainers. Yeah, cool. I want people to have that experience. Um, I know there's some places that are somewhat like that, but yeah. but not 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 in my vision. Right. So it'd be really fantastic to have to dream big or go home. Dream big. Yeah, I love it. Dream big or go home. Right. I mean, that's how you have to be on the court. Totally. Right? Yeah. You have to yeah. you have to envision it. You have you to envision it then. Or else you're not gonna win. Yeah. And you're, you're gonna be depleted or hurt yourself. Right. Right? Yeah, true. You know those you times back, every time that you hurt yourself on the yeah. court, you know the energy that led up to it. Mm -hmm. That's the energy we don't want in our lives. Right. 
And so why do we allow people to enable relationships of people that are naysayers saying, oh, you can't do that, or I won't let you do that, or I'm too scared for you. And it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. just maybe try believing in me yep. uh, if you still want to be fully in this life. Right. Right? Word. I know, I know you fully believe in Adrian. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I know she fully believes in you. Yeah. So, sure. I mean, this podcast <laughs> is, is the start of a, a very long, wonderful mm. process of getting more information to people yes. from real people. Yeah, real people. Tell real them, people. Having them be able to tell Not the voice box of, right. of, of yeah. the ethers out there saying, this yeah. is how you should live your life. Exactly. Oh, and then there's a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy this brand of coffee, you're right. gonna, your your soul is going to be happy yeah, yeah. with this brand of coffee, <laughs> right? It's true. And it's like, no, I'd be fine with, you know, tea. Tea. If that's all I have. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I and all the English uh, just curled. Yeah. <laughs> curled under. <laughs> that's like, right, yeah. Don't bastardize our tea. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Coffee's where it's at. Friendships where it's at, and thank you for this wonderful meal. Hey man, this has been awesome. Uh, so grateful for you to come and tell your story here. And I'm sorry if it was a little shattered and a little weird and uh, not so, so cohesive. That's the from best like part. beginning to end, oh like gosh. a book. But, it's got to uh, be organic. Right? Yeah, it's got to you know, right. it's got to come in waves and ebbs and flows. Waves and what of happens inspiration. The threads come in here and then they go over here and then you know, you dissolve comes around. <laughs> You don't know where it's going. It's great. I love it. It's awesome. That's what makes it freaking interesting, right? Well, it's real life. Yeah. That's what makes like you want to keep hanging on and listening. Absolutely. Talking. You better start listening and continue <laughs> listening. Especially our children. Especially our children. They are. Yeah. They are. Well, I think your are. children will listen to me. Yeah, they will. And my child would listen to you. <laughs> yeah. Right? So true. So that's why we build tribe. Yeah. Build tribe. Indeed, man. Yeah. That's a good place to, to end, I think, right? Yep. right? I love you, man. Dude, I love you too. This has been awesome uh, on this episode here. And I always say, I was, I don't know if you listened to my introduction for the I podcast, did. but so at the end, I was, you know, we talk about how we're going to live our best lives, and the, the closing sentiment is always, it's your world, you know? So that's, I love that statement. It's been with me for a long time. And, that's what we're gonna do. Continuing on. I hope you do the same, and hope you enjoyed the. Hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more. But now we keep going. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a whole another side That's of this right. day.